Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is 7 News with Angie Asimus. Good morning. In breaking news, Donald Trump has backed away from further military confrontation with Iran. The US president gave a televised address earlier this morning. He vowed tough new sanctions over Iran's retaliatory missile strike on American troops in Iraq after the killing of a military commander. will never be allowed. Iran appears to be standing down, which is a good thing for all parties concerned and a very good thing for the world. For more, we go live to 7 News US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney in Washington, D.C. Ash, the president was quite restrained in his remarks. Yes, yeah, still plenty of questions, Angie, from Donald Trump's address, but he did make one thing clear today. He does not want war with Iran, not a military one anyway. He has vowed to impose uh, economic sanctions in response to these military strikes, uh, but says America doesn't need to and doesn't want to use uh, military force. He was flanked by his top commanders today, signalling the weight of this moment, of this announcement, but certainly dialed back his rhetoric. Take a listen. U.S. armed forces are stronger than ever before. Our missiles are big, powerful, accurate, lethal and fast. Under construction are many hypersonic missiles. The fact that we have this great military and equipment, however, does not mean we have to use it. We do not want to use it. Donald Trump also added uh, or confirmed that no American forces were killed in those strikes. That seemed to have some significant bearing on how he uh, responded today. Uh, He went on to say that he wanted more NATO involvement in the Middle East, that he wanted a new nuclear deal negotiated uh, with European allies, but uh, didn't elaborate further on his strategy. For today, though, most Americans simply relieved to hear the president step back from the brink of war. Angie? Thanks very much, Ash. Within hours of Iran's ballistic missile strike, a passenger plane taking off from Tehran crashed. It slammed into the ground not far from the airport, erupting in a fireball and killing everyone on board. Flaming debris litters the ground, the fiery aftermath of a rapid descent and violent impact. Ukrainian Airlines flight PS752 was carrying 176 people when it went down shortly after takeoff in Tehran. As search crews scoured the wreckage, the realisation sunk in. There was no chance of finding survivors. 
Amidst the aircraft's smouldering remains, the personal belongings of passengers. People living nearby described hearing the moment of impact. This man said, houses started to shake, there was fire everywhere, and I went into the basement to take shelter. The Boeing 737 was built in 2016 and had cleared a recent maintenance check. It crashed shortly after an Iranian ballistic missile strike on US troops in Iraq. Iran's state media cited technical problems as the cause, but Ukrainian officials say it's still unclear. Qantas has now led a host of international airlines in diverting flights to avoid the region. The downed aircraft's black boxes have reportedly been recovered. Their vital information, the only hope of finding out exactly what caused this plane to crash. Jack Douglas, 7 News. Firefighters in the country's southeast are preparing for extreme conditions today, with temperatures in some parts expected to soar past 40 degrees. Crews are desperately working to contain terrifying blazes amid confirmation another person has died as a result of the bushfire crisis. Racing down a hellish highway. Oh my God. This is the scariest thing I have ever done. Belinda Atry drives for her life as a frightening wall of flames closes in. Oh, thank f- I'm through. Thank f- I'm through. Thank f- I'm through. Oh, Jesus. The mother of two filmed her terrifying dash in case she didn't make it. I was absolutely petrified. There was just, there was flames everywhere and I knew the one thing that I had to do was just not stop. Belinda made the heart-wrenching decision to flee her property near Koryong after the blaze got too close. The life-threatening danger reinforced as the death toll climbs. Forest firefighter Matt Kavanagh was killed in a crash. Moments earlier, he'd been putting out unattended campfires. For the residents of Malakuta, the tiny coastal town cut off by the fires, there's relief at last. All have now been evacuated, having been stranded by the fearsome firestorm. Armageddon. That's like everyone's using that term. And it, it's as good as I've never been through it, but it's as good as I can describe it. The Navy was called in to rescue them. Finally, the last band of weary evacuees arrived outside Melbourne yesterday. You've got to do what you've got to do. It's important to stay alive. It's unlikely they'll be able to return to East Gippsland soon, with the state bracing for another round of extreme conditions. North of the border, firefighters are preparing for similar weather as reinforcements arrive from Queensland. In South Australia, residents on Kangaroo Island are clearing out, with fears a blaze will break containment lines today. This is not a drill. Um, The message is, uh, take action now. Taylor Hill, 7 News. There are grave fears for millions of native wildlife injured in the bushfires. 800 million animals have perished, with Scott Morrison promising a $2 billion recovery fund will cover injured wildlife and their decimated habitats. The heartbreaking pictures of our treasured wildlife. Injured and helpless, the unprecedented fires devastating their habitat. This would be the biggest event that we've ever seen, uh, a catastrophe for wildlife. On Kangaroo Island, a place renowned for its unique fauna, at last count, about 25,000 koalas have been killed, almost half the population. It's just too early to know the devastation. Prime Minister Scott Morrison flew onto the island, meeting locals impacted by the bushfires. You've got beautiful brown eyes. Receiving an update from the defence personnel on the ground. There's a risk of the fire containment lines down here. And expressing anger at arsonists, 
who've been taking advantage of the dangerous conditions. The disgusting behaviour of seeing arsonists active in a season like this, I mean it, it just makes your skin crawl frankly. Scott Morrison also urged all Australians not to cancel their travel plans. That's my cancellation. It's important to keep these local economies um, vibrant at these times. Opposition leader Anthony Albanese also in South Australia visiting a wildlife sanctuary in Adelaide. Gorgeous animals aren't they? To come up with a nationally coordinated ecological response. What we can see is an unfolding ecological disaster. The $2 billion recovery fund will assist with injured wildlife, but 7 News understands that a more targeted response will be announced in the coming week. Jennifer Beshwati, 7 News. The NRL has announced the opening week of this year's season will be a dedicated bushfire appeal round. Round one kicks off at Bankwest Stadium in mid-March and will raise money for those affected by the crisis. It comes after AFL star Dane Bean raised almost $30,000 for relief by selling his premiership medal to Collingwood. And Australian cricketers met firefighters to spread some cheer in New South Wales. A seven-year-old girl has been attacked by a shark in central Queensland just days after a man was bitten nearby. It's believed a lemon shark snapped at the girl's feet while she swam off Heron Island, northeast of Gladstone. Basically, she had a, a confrontation with what we think is a lemon shark um, and managed to get her foot into the shark's mouth somehow and uh, there's a little bit of damage there. The girl was airlifted to Bundaberg Hospital in a stable condition. Police are expected to charge a woman over a carjacking crime spree that ended in this shocking crash on the Gold Coast. Incredible security video captured the moment the stolen ute rolls, then spins in the air before crashing into a house at Rabina. Moments later, a half-dressed woman sprints from the scene. The 39-year-old was captured by onlookers and taken to hospital under police guard. Investigators will allege she carjacked the vehicle at a shopping centre before crashing. 2019 was Australia's warmest and driest year on record, according to a new report from the Weather Bureau. The average temperature across the country was one and a half degrees above average, while rainfall was 40% below average. Drought was especially severe in New South Wales and southern Queensland as bushfires ravaged the region. The highest temperature recorded was a scorching 49.9 degrees at Nullarbor last month. The future is looking bigger and brighter as the next big things are unveiled at the world's biggest tech show in Las Vegas. Hundreds of thousands of tech fans enjoyed a glimpse of some of the exciting new products coming our way. No frame, but plenty of edge. Samsung's Infinity screen its latest player in the TV wars. At the heart of the world's biggest tech event, 8K televisions. We're actually doing pretty much the same thing that the competitors are doing at a price point that in some cases is a fifth. They're bigger and thinner. LG's lineup includes this ultra sleek OLED. All components are built in. All cables are hidden. Only 20 millimetres thin and fits flush on the wall. And for the millennials, rotating screens. The transport industry growing just as fast. It's almost a show within a show. Entertainment company Sony shifting gears and surprising crowds by unveiling this electric car prototype. The entertainment is key on the inside, but safety is number one on the outside. And this is how we'll be getting around in the not-so-distant future. Uber and Hyundai have built this flying taxi which is designed to travel up to 290 kilometres per hour. 
It's due to launch in Melbourne as early as 2023. For the longer trips across the city that would otherwise take, you know, 30, 40, 50 minutes, um, we're hoping to cut that time down. Blockbuster products shaping how our future might look. In Las Vegas, Natasha Squarey, 7 News. Former Nissan boss turned international fugitive Carlos Gossen has spoken for the first time since his daring escape from custody in Japan. Gossen claims the decision was one of the most difficult in his life, but essential for his safety following brutal treatment. Gossen denied the charges of financial misconduct as detailed by Japanese authorities. In favor of These allegations are untrue and I should have never been arrested in the first place. He refused to reveal the details of his escape, including how he skipped bail to board a private jet to Beirut while hidden in a musical instrument case. At least four people have been killed and ten others injured when a car bomb exploded at a checkpoint in Somalia's capital. Victims were rushed to hospital as thick smoke billowed from a number of surrounding cars that caught fire. It's believed the suicide bomber was denied passage through the checkpoint but decided to detonate his explosives anyway. Al-Qaeda-linked group Al-Shabaab has claimed responsibility for the attack. A bus that collided with a freight train has left at least seven people dead and dozens more injured in Mexico. Local reports say the driver of the bus had tried to outrun the train at a level crossing. 36 people were injured in the incident, including passengers of the bus, some of whom had been dragged 20 metres. The driver survived the crash and has been taken into custody for mandatory testing. As white-collar workers dusted off suits and ties and returned to the office this week, many were no doubt wishing they could have more time at home. That's a reality for staff at one firm that's implemented No Work Wednesday. As a result, productivity is booming. This is a typical Wednesday for tech company Versa. Nobody being here, um, everybody either takes the day off or works from home. No client meetings, deliveries, pitches or checking emails. Staff still squeeze 37 and a half hours into a four day working week. Definitely allows us to focus and then kind of have a bit of a shift and then that sort of midweek break kind of gives us a bit of time to relax. It's um, great because on the Wednesday I can kind of do my hours how I please. Founder Catherine Blackham had two small children when the company launched, sparking the need for flexibility. So far it's proving successful. The actual productivity within here is amazing. Experts say the concept has merit. Good employers are really recognising that it's not about bums on seats. It's about how you um, harness employee productivity. You cut down the working days and people probably work a bit harder. If you're looking to attract um, you know, top quality people, you know, flexibility is one of the options that you can offer. Not for a while, I'd love to have a four day work week. Flexibility may be effective in an office environment, but experts say it wouldn't work in some industries where there's a need for set hours or to be on location. We're going to work on site every day, yeah, so yeah. it's a bit hard. Things are changing and they're changing rapidly and employers need to be able to keep up with that. Melissa Christidis, 7 News. Australia's all-conquering women's cricket team have their eyes set on defending their 2020 World Cup crown. The Aussies come into the tournament as heavy favourites, but Alyssa Healy says the team can handle all the pressure. For us, we're, we'll take a bit of confidence out of how we've played over the last 18 months and hopefully we can um, take that into the tournament. If Australia reach the final at the MCG, it's hoped it could break the world record attendance for a women's sporting event.
The Sydney Thunder have been dealt a severe blow after star spinner Chris Green was stood down yesterday due to a suspect bowling action. The 26-year-old had been banned from bowling for a minimum of 90 days in cricket Australia-run competitions, which includes the rest of the Big Bash season. It was a double hat-trick treat in yesterday's Big Bash games. Harris Ruff has been the Melbourne Stars' spearhead this season and he showed why once again, taking a hat-trick in the last over in the Stars' six-wicket win against the Sydney Thunder. Just hours earlier in Adelaide, Afghanistani sensation Rashid Khan spun his way to his own hat-trick milestone for the Adelaide Strikers against the Sydney Sixers. Khan's feat wasn't enough for the win, though. Josh Hazelwood hit a hat-trick of fours in the last over to secure a two-wicket win. Tonight in the Big Bash, the Brisbane Heat host the Hobart Hurricanes at the Gabba. You can watch every ball live and free across the screens of seven. Check your local guides for times. West Coast Eagles young gun Jared Cameron has been the victim of racist online trolling. The 19-year-old says he's been left shattered by the abuse after receiving a vile message on his Instagram account. Cameron isn't the first Eagles player to receive similar abuse with Willie Rioli, Liam Ryan and Nick Natanui all victims and Sydney Swan star Lance Franklin is in doubt for round one after undergoing knee surgery. He's expected to miss 10 weeks. It was business as usual for the world's top two male tennis players at the ATP Cup. World number two, Novak Djokovic, was rarely troubled in his straight sets win over Chile's Christian Garin. Rafael Nadal found the going a little tougher as he beat Yoshihito Nikiaka. So well, he was pushed from the first no, point of the match. But the world number one reigns supreme in Perth once more. Sam Stoza's Brisbane International is over after losing in straight sets to world number 13, Madison Keys. Australia has high hopes for picking up Olympic rowing gold in Tokyo this year, but the smoke from the bushfire crisis has forced the country's top 50 rowers to pack up and move from Sydney and Canberra all the way to Tasmania. We understand we're doing sport, uh, but it's a very, very important year. The athletes have put in four years of hard work. We're under 200 days to go. Eight Olympic and two Paralympic boats have already qualified. You can watch all the action from Tokyo 2020 live and free across the screens of seven. Taking a look at the weather around the country now. Former tropical cyclone Blake along with troughs and a deepening tropical low are bringing gusty winds, rain and storms to Western Australia and the Northern Territory. A broad trough extending from the Northern Territory into New South Wales is triggering showers and storms, some severe. Low cloud and smoke haze are affecting eastern New South Wales. Around the capitals, Brisbane, mostly sunny, 31 degrees. Hazy across Sydney, Melbourne and Canberra. Mostly sunny for Hobart. Hot in Adelaide with a top of 40. Mostly sunny in Perth and the usual chance of a thunderstorm for Darwin. And that is seven early news for this Thursday, the 9th of January 2020. I'm Angie Asimus. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.